This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we'll be continuing our walk through the book of 1 Timothy, and I'll be reading chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. And as always, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. This is a trustworthy saying. If someone aspires to be an elder, he desires an honorable position. So an elder must be a man whose life is above reproach. He must be faithful to his wife. He must exercise self-control, live wisely, and have a good reputation. He must enjoy having guests in his home, and he must be able to teach. He must not be a heavy drinker or be violent. He must be gentle, not quarrelsome, and not love money. He must manage his own family well, having children who respect and obey him. For if a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? An elder must not be a new believer because he might become proud and the devil would cause him to fall. Also, people outside the church must speak well of him so that he will not be disgraced and fall into the devil's trap. In the same way, deacons must be well respected and have integrity. They must not be heavy drinkers or dishonest with money. They must be committed to the mystery of the faith now revealed and must live with a clear conscience. Before they are appointed as deacons, let them be closely examined. If they pass the test, then let them serve as deacons. In the same way, their wives must be respected and must not slander others. They must exercise self-control and be faithful in everything they do. A deacon must be faithful to his wife, and he must manage his children and household well. Those who do well as deacons will be rewarded with respect from others and will have increased confidence in their faith in Christ Jesus. Specifically, this verse talks about elders and deacons and is geared towards them. But if you read the top subject line, it says leaders in the church. So this goes to not only elders or deacons or board of directors in your church or however your church is structured, but this also goes to pastors, directors of Christian education, youth pastors, children's ministry directors, music directors, Sunday school teachers, really anybody who has a position of leadership in the church. They should be above reproach, as it says in this verse. That's a very hard and difficult thing to do, because we're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. Now, the reason that we should live a life above reproach as a leader is because we are to set an example for those of us who are new Christians, who are Christians who are struggling. Does that mean we're perfect all the time? Does that mean we make every great decision? Does that mean every decision we make is right on point? No, we screw up sometimes too. I've been in ministry for the better part of 20 years. I started out as a small group leader for freshmen, and now I'm a director of worship as well as a youth director. And there have been times when I know I've screwed up and I've made poor decisions. But there are times too, that I have to remember and rely on the fact that I have to live above reproach. I am setting an example at this point in my life. I'm setting an example for a lot of high school students. So I have to watch what I say. I have to watch what I do because there, because there's so many eyes watching me. Now I know that there are times I make mistakes. There are times I put my foot in my mouth. There are times I say things or feel same, feel some, some way, some, um, frustration or anger that I shouldn't feel. And I fall short of that. But as a leader, it's my job to live a life above reproach.
Now, I know I have a few students who are aspiring to be leaders in their future churches as well. And I've told them this. I've told them that it's a very tough life to, to try to live. It's a life where there are so many eyes watching you. I have friends that I grew up with that they live their life however they want to. I see it on their Facebook page. Sometimes it looks like fun. Sometimes I wish I could go do those things that they do, but I can't. And that's hard. That's a, those are choices that they make. It's decisions that they make. And it's a decision that I have to make as a church leader that there's some things I just can't do. So if you are aspiring to be a leader in a church, understand there's always going to be eyes watching you. And if you don't aspire to be a leader in a church and you just aspire to be a really good Christian, I have something to tell you too. There are always going to be eyes watching you as well. If you call yourself a Christian, there's going to be people waiting for you to screw up. There's going to be people waiting for you to fail. Live a life above reproach. Live a life worthy of the calling you've received. Try your hardest to be the best Christian that you can be. Are you going to fail? Are you going to fall flat on your face? Absolutely. You'll probably do it more times throughout the day than you'll ever think of. But God's grace will cover you. Live your life above reproach. Let's pray. God, I pray for all those out there listening who are aspiring to be leaders in their church. God, if they choose this, let them know that it's not going to be an easy path. Being a youth director is not always fun and games. God, it's a tough road to choose. And God, if you're calling us to go down that path, be with us and guide us. Be with us with the tough decisions that we have to make. And God, for those of us who don't desire that but just want to be called Christians, just want to be called sons and daughters of yours, let us realize that there are always going to be eyes watching us. And let us, too, live a life above reproach so that we can stand before you and know that we'll hear, good, well done, good and faithful servant. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you're a love child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.